Welcome to the Shout Me Loud podcast, a podcast for bloggers about blogging, making money online, WordPress, SEO, and much, much more. Now, here's your host, Harsh Agrawal. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shout Me Loud and today I have Syed Balki and you might know Syed from his popular blog WP Beginners and from some of his products like Optin Monster, WP Forms and today we are going to talk a lot about how you can scale up your blogging career and add more value to your readers and more important to your own life. Hey Syed. Hey. Welcome to the show. Thank you Arsh. How are you doing? Doing good. How is Zephyr Summit treating you? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> All right. So walk me through your time when you started WP Beginners and what was it like? Uh, when, when I started WP Beginner at first, it was a resource for my own clients because I was in the services space uh, and they were asking me all sorts of questions. How do you do this? How do you do that? And, you know, we're creating tutorials to answer those questions rather than sending emails, you know, with detailed responses. Um, and that that was it you know it was it was solving a problem that we had in our own company right so one solution for but then you are helping many others as at the same time and, yeah and that that was the coincidence like you know a byproduct of it a lot of other developer friends of mine like oh my god you have really good resources i'm going to start sending my clients your way and just it just started spreading by word of mouth because we were solving a problem mm-hmm. and other agencies started using our block process resources because it was saving them time. Other people started, you know, sharing their tutorials um, with their friends, right. and uh, and then I said, well, you know, this is serious. So started creating more content, not just like you know questions that our users were asking, but questions people were asking on Twitter and doing more research. And so I think like it, it took you about three to four years to make big WP Business as one of the biggest blog in WordPress industry. I think it was less. It was less than that because we started on in July fourth of two thousand nine, and by two thousand ten we were the largest site. Because you see, before us, all the sites in the WordPress space were started by developers for developers. Right. So there was nothing you know at, at a caliber that was built for users. Right. Somebody uh, who basically explained everything. Exactly. Uh, so you know, we were largest by default, I guess, right. <laughs> because there was nothing else out there. Uh, so it, didn't, it didn't take us very long. Um, in the early days, uh, I I was fortunate enough to ha- get some of my articles on the front page of dig.com. Wow. So within the, within the first three months, we were doing over 30,000. Uh, how, how much traffic were you getting with every dig front page? Uh, depended. Uh, on the dig, usually it could go up to 80,000 uh, unique visitors wow. on, on, a, on a front page, which was quite exciting. I think people would kill for that kind of number. Yeah, uh, yeah unfortunately, <laughs> dig went away. Those were really good days. Right. Yeah. Okay, so said from WP Beginners, then you started, the first product was what, Optin Monster? Uh, we had several free plugins, like Floating Social Bar, we launched before Optin Monster, but Optin Monster was the first paid product that we did on WP Beginners. Right, so how did you switch, like you were carrying on your blogging and then created a product, mm. And then how did you like made all the switch and carried on blogging along with the product? Uh, well, so again, this was also solving our own problems. So before Optin Monster, there were several pop-up plugins, but they were slow, they were buggy, didn't have all the features, kind of annoying, you know. Um, so we built a solution for ourselves and then everybody, all the readers started asking, um, hey Syed, wh- which pop-up are you using? And you know, I'm sure you experienced that a lot. People want to know, hey, which plugin are you using to do this? We, you know, I had the same experience and I'm like, 
I'm using a custom code that we wrote and like, well, can you release it? And I turned that into a, into a plugin to sell. But, uh, but the neat part about, about the transition was I couldn't have created a product business without the blog. Without the blog, I couldn't have done it. Right. All the users were there. So that brought me to this question. I've seen like, you know, most of the bloggers who create products, eventually they just jump into the product and they leave their blog behind. Mm -hmm. Is that the right way to go ahead or what is your advice for them? Um, I don't think that's the right way to do it. Uh, because your blog is your media. Everybody would kill to have a media platform that you can use to continuously attract new users and then route them through um, the funnel to your product or products. You know, with, imagine if I had left WP Beginner at that point and just focused all on Optin Monster, I would have only had one product, right? But by keeping WP Beginner, by surveying our audience, asking them what their what problems they were having, we were able to create numerous products, right? Like Envira Gallery or, or acquisition of Soliloquy or WP Forms last year, acquisition of Monster Insights. So by keeping that media allowed us to stay in touch with our users um, continue building trust, continue attracting more people. And so Plus sales and everything was coming. Absolutely. You, you, yeah, I wouldn't have done it the other way. Right. We'll come back to your product thing. But mm -hmm. before that, I have this question. I remember once you mentioned that, uh, let's say you have a product and if you have to run an affiliate program, instead of integrating your own affiliate program using Tune or has offers, mm -hmm. rather use affiliate marketplace like ShareASale or ClickBank. Mm -hmm. uh, why is that? Um, I think when you're running your own affiliate program, let's say using a plugin, like there's tons of WordPress affiliate plugins, right, that you can set up on your own membership site. It's very easy to game those. Okay. Um, they don't have the right amount of fraud detection set up. So like, I remember I was promoting a product and they were using a buggy software. So for every sale I recommend, I got two times the commission. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> it was great while I was a blogger, but it's not so great when you are the product owner. So when you use a company like a share sale or impact radius, that's their business. You know, they have to be really, really good at it. And they are really good at it. They have the right measures for tracking. They have the right measures for fraud detection, fraud prevention. And more importantly, they have a network. Like, you know, share sale has, what, 100,000 publishers in right. their network. So that's automatic access to all that. Right. So at the same time, you're saying like, you know, on the self hosted platform, there is like a lot of improvement needed to be there, especially yes. in terms of, uh, fraud. fraud detection, but also there's overhead, right? You are, you're responsible for every month sending out payment. I don't never have to do that. ShareSale does that for me. If you're in the United States, you are, you have you're responsible for doing the tax paperwork. So you have to collect W nines, you have to issue 1099s. That's that's too much headache. Like, you know, how, how much you paying for, for ShareSale for? Um, ShareSale they take a percentage of the cut that you give to an affiliate. So, and your rate you can negotiate. Wow, okay, yeah. so more volume means less Absolutely. charges. Absolutely. Great, uh, all right, so let's come back to your products. Mm -hmm. And I want to get into your uh, ideology of how do you decide when to buy a product? Because one of the coolest things which I've seen you doing, instead of like building a product from scratch, at times you buy out the company. The latest one, I think, Google Analytics by Yoast. Yeah, that's correct. And you created Monster Insight. What's your ideology on that? And um, so, our users, you know, we do an annual survey, uh, WP Beginner Census, and we ask people all sort of questions. And one of the questions is, if you could have us build one product, what would it be? Or if you have a problem in your business, what, you know, what could we do to solve it? And a lot of people mention analytics. Now, with analytics, it's, it's a business all about traction. Get, starting a new plugin in a space which was already so crowded with, you know, millions of installs, uh, it was quite challenging. And at the same time, I was fortunate enough 
that uh, Yost approached me about selling his plugin. So it just happened to work out that yeah. you know we were able to buy a plugin that had 1.7 million active websites using it. Wow, that's right, which, which is amazing. Imagine if I started from zero, how long would it take us to yeah. get to 1.7 million? Years. So paying that premium to get a head start over everybody, like this is the most popular Google Analytics plugin for WordPress in the world, right? right? So that money is, is, is the money you're paying up front. Now, some people are like, well, oh, you can build it yourself, of course, but you're gonna spend money on it, right? If you're buying Facebook ads or anything, you're spending money there. You're like, well, no, I can do all organically. Well, you're spending time, which is money. You're hiring people to do the articles or doing all sort of stuff. That's money, right? So I was just able to buy leverage right there. Right. So, okay, and I think like this question is going to help a lot of bloggers because uh, one thing which I've seen you doing and which is very smart, personally, which I, that's what I feel, that you partner with people like, you know, let's say you're good, you're great with marketing, you're a developer as well, mm -hmm. but then you partner with like, let's say a lead developer mm -hmm. to build a product. Absolutely. How do you decide on the partnership term, mm -hmm. number one? How, I mean, of course, it's a, it's a tough call when yep. you can have the complete ownership yeah. and when you have to get the ownership. Yes. How do you decide and what are the terms that one should take care of when building such partnership? Partnerships are kind of tricky. and That's number one, right? Most partnerships end up going sour at one point or another. So you have to be very, very um, conscious and careful when you're choosing a partner. If you're very selfish, you want 100% of everything. Right. But I would rather own you know, 60% of a much bigger pie than 100% of a smaller pie, right? So that's, that's very important you know, in thinking about it because partnering with somebody else who has a strength, knowing your strength, right? I can write code but I'm not the best developer in the world, right? But I know I'm really damn good at marketing. So I partnered with somebody who can market, but they're really, really good at developer. Um, and making the, our skills complement each other and creating a product, that's the way to go about it. Um, and that's what we did, like, you know, myself and Thomas Griffin, um, who's my co-founder and CTO, that's how we built Optin Monster, um, Soliloquy Navara, and now with WB Forms, I have uh, my partner, Jared Atchison, um, and then uh, with Monster Insights, I have um, Chris Kristoff. So. Right, so uh, what you're saying is partner with somebody who complement your skills. Absolutely. And if it's your brainchild, if it's your idea, so of course give the bigger pie. Yeah. I mean, of course, that, that Yeah, that, you have to negotiate that. Right. But more importantly, you know, think about partnership as, as dating. You don't go to a bar and find a girl and say, will you marry me right now? Okay. So in, in partnership, I want to give you a little background about this, that Thomas and I didn't just meet up one day and say, let's partner. Thomas and I first met in uh, end of 2011. Okay. So we've known each other for a good year and a half plus because we didn't launch Optin Monster until September of 2013. So I got to know him. I got to chat with him. We even did a side project before we went into a formal business partnership. So Floating Social Bar was a piece of code that I wrote for WP Beginner. And I worked with Thomas to make that come to life um, for the larger audience. So we did a side project. I want that to be very important. Don't just rush into a partnership. Get to know the person you're going to partner with. I remember one of my mentors told me, like, getting into partnership is like getting into a wedding. Absolutely. And it's as bad as a divorce if you're getting out of <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Um, and same thing with my partner with Jared Atchison in WB Forms. Um, I have known Jared since, like, 2010, on and off, and then we got closer in 2015, I think, and then we launched in 2016. So I've known him for a long time, hung out with him, tons of parties, events, and then finally decided that, you know, it was time. I even invited him to um, to a vacation with me in the house, got to know him, his wife, and everybody. 
before we decided to make official partnership. Right. So one last question about partnership mm -hmm. because I think like people are getting a lot of value out of it. Yes. What should be the exit strategy? Because of course with the wedding, you know, like it's easy, an exit strategy is there. Yes. Uh, what about the getting into partnership like this? What should be the exit strategy if somebody is actually following your advice and mm -hmm. getting into? So you have to know what your personal goals are. Um, right, when we were starting out Optin Master, we knew that we didn't want to go down the VC route. Right, we knew that we were, we were trying to build a business that is profitable, uh, but not growth for the growth's sake, but growth because we are creating immense value. You have to have the same per personal personal life goals. You also have to talk about the hard thing about exit strategy. If somebody give us a number right now, will we sell? And this is something we discuss every year um, in our meeting, sometimes twice a year, because you know we're growing so fast right. that number changes. But we talk about this, hey, if, if somebody gives us a number, will we sell? And the answer is we have to be on the same page on that. We've gotten tons of offers um, from venture capital interest to private equity. Um, so this is something we talk about all the time. So, I mean, you, nothing lasts forever, so you have to build it to either sell or grow it really, really big. We're in the phase of making it really, really big. All right, said, and it's the last question. Uh -huh. And this is for the bloggers because I believe 2017 and 18 is going to be a year when you have to definitely build your own products, mm -hmm. right? So, what is the one thing that you will tell to bloggers who are starting out or who are already there, how to scale up their career as a blogger? What should be the right strategy? Number one, really, really know your audience and see what problems you're solving. Don't just create a product because. You're, you know you know how you can create an ebook because the other guy created an ebook right don't create that product because you don't know that very well first figure out a problem then solve it whether it's be in a form of an ebook whether it be in a form of a membership website whether it be in a form of a WordPress plugin Shopify application whatever it is if your product does not solve a you know problem for your users it's not going to succeed so if you're trying to scale up your strategy that's the best way to do it Right, so get into the real business, don't take it lightly. And thank you, Sayed, that I think that was awesome. And thank you very much, Harsh. And don't forget to like and share. Thanks for listening to the Shout Me Loud podcast with your host, Harsh Agrawal. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to stay updated with the latest blogging techniques. For more information about Harsh and this awesome podcast, head over to www.shoutmeloud.com.